calling me Mickey. Well, that rah-rah never was the icon issue. Pop is bizarre. I'm covering the icon issue. I got issues. Yeah, bitch, I got issues. Hello, everyone. Welcome to I Got Problems. My name is Sandra, and I'm here with Annabelle. Yes, and we're recording virtually today. So if you hear a little air, air you know, like <laughs> noise, a little bit of air, please mm-hmm. be forgiving. And a little lagging. Yes, you know, trying to, you know, get our lives together before the end of the year. And, you know, things yes. happen. But we want to put out an episode instead of just not putting anything out at all, which honestly would be easier, but, you know, motivation. You know, got to keep going. Somebody's yeah. listening. <laughs> so shout out to you guys that motivates us to keep going. Because I know Absolutely. a lot of people started, started podcasting and kind of ended like much sooner because it kind of just, eh, I don't want to do it anymore. But it was a quarantine thing. No? Exactly. Exactly. I don't want it to be a quarantine kind of, you know, phase. So even if it's 20 people listening or 15, still putting it out there for you guys because you guys want to hear us. So thank you for that. If you haven't reviewed us, take a second on Apple Podcasts so people can find us more reviews, more we are kind of, you know, listed on the apps page of podcasts and easier to find when people type our name in. They're not looking through like 50 other, you know, (laughs) related names. They can just find us really quickly. And um, of course, Spotify. We actually have um, on Spotify closes now. Um, every episode, they, I think a new update happened where you can open up a poll or a quiz on Spotify. So if you listen to an episode, you can vote on yes, no type things like, do you agree or not? Or, you know, we could ask oh, a question nice. about something on the episode. I, like if you're listening. I know, right? It's really nice for engagement. But, you know, you have to have Spotify. It's only on Spotify. So Spotify you know, is free. But, it's free. It's free. But, you know, not everybody has. Because mm-hmm. if I had, I have Apple um, phone and I have the podcast, I'm not going to download Spotify to listen to a podcast too. But mm-hmm. some people like Spotify because of the music. Spotify is yeah. superior. It really is. It really is. Yeah, superior. Like, Apple is just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, don't about us. they don't care about us. I, I'm still salty. They make us pay for the subscription in general. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Like that? for no reason, I don't use any exactly. of the shit. Honestly, I'm I'm a first time Apple user. Don't judge me. For the oh. past like year and a half, I still don't know half of the functions on this dumbass phone. About to go back. No. To you're gonna learn, no, and it's no like shit. I had to learn hardcore just by like, especially because I'm doing producing content on my travel. It's not user friendly at all. It's not. It's not. It's just one of those like I've been using it all my life, so like I'm forced to learn. <laughs> <laughs> So if yeah. you stay on that wave, you'll be fine. But if you switch back to Android and switch back again, you're never going to learn. <laughs> like you have to swear. Yep. That's how they get you. Yeah. All those annoying updates. And they keep changing the interface. Every like three, four upgrades, they change the entire look of it. So you're like, what the? Now it's completely changed again. Text messages coming out from nowhere. I'm like, what is going on? <sighs> but that's going to take another six months to get used to. <laughs> but you'll be fine. But yeah, anyway, so Annabelle got this episode this week, with episode 64. We're really, you know, right. really getting up there. We're getting higher. Right. So we that by our second year um, anniversary, maybe we'll be at episode 100, you know, probably, right? I think. But um, we're going to probably celebrate some type of 100. Maybe we might do like a live show, you know? Even if it's all five of you that show up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll appreciate it, you know? But, you know, it's cause we haven't done that because pandemic, you know? But I think by next year, we'll be in a good position to be able to do outside stuff without like... Absolutely. Being too worried about stuff, but yeah. Without further ado, take the take it take the lead. Okay, no problem, Sandra. Thank you for that introduction. So, um, I decided I'm gonna kind of start a series on this podcast called "Problematic Rap and Hip Hop Lyrics and Why Society Loves It." And today's subtitle is "The Ideal Female Body Image, aka Booty So Big Love." Mm-hmm. 
Have mercy. Anyway, <laughs> that was mad corny, but you, you get the picture. I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, anyway, so as we know, <laughs> rap and hip hop has been problematic uh, pretty much since the beginning. Well, I can't say since the beginning of time because it used to start off with a positive message um, somewhere along the line. Don't know where. Actually, I do know where Two Life Crew is where it went wrong. And it just started becoming about ass and sex. And yeah. So my first uh, pointer is recently there have been some songs that have been playing on the radio. Um, For my job, I drive a lot. Um, So I'm hearing these songs like at least two, three, four, five times um, on my drive back and forth to Virginia beach. Cause I'm there like either once or twice a month. And f- one of them is from young blue featuring Chris Brown and two chains. It's called baddest. And the lyrics in that song says she got mm-hmm. new ass and titties. She's a 10 now. Okay. Yes. New ass. Cause she has new ass and titties. She's a 10 now. Next song is pop smoke. Um, called what you know about love. And he says, so here's 5,500 go and get your breast done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we already know the baby is problematic. He has a whole song called Light Skin Shit. Like, I don't even need to go over the lyrics. Of that. Like, the whole song is problematic. Okay. Isn't his baby mom with dark skin, though? Yes. Well, I won't say dark, but she's, yeah, dark on the darker spectrum. Like, brown. She's brown skin. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Um. And once again, our boy Pop Smoke, for somebody who's dead, he knows causing a lot of issues. Right. <laughs> a rap game right now when it comes to problematic lyrics. Um, in his song, Hello, he says, I like my bitches red bone, ass fat, jello, light skin, yellow. Right. And we had that conversation before in a previous uh, episode about preferences, but... I mean, this is all throughout his catalog. Like, it's not even one or two songs. It's like pretty much all of them. Um, so yeah, it's pretty clear what uh, he he feels is an ideal. And this is not a slight to anybody who is a light skinned African American at all. Um, but we do know there is a history of colorism in rap. Hence. Um, Low Kim. <laughs> I mean, if you can see how she looked like before, and she was beautiful. I love her brown skin days. Right now, she looks like... Anywho. Um, so, yeah. Basically, rap has been problematic for a long ass time. And um, I'm going to get into some facts and stats in regards to um, the effects of it. And so, with no further ado, here we go. Um, So the research team of, now I'm going to pronounce these names wrong, so forgive me, Yunyang Zhang, Travis L. Dixon, and Kate Conrad have written two papers in which their study proves it was found that overall, quote unquote, thin females were overrepresented, oh sorry, overrepresented in videos. And more interestingly, the body sizes of the female characters varied by three of the four video themes. When the music videos were high in sex or high in materialism, women were more likely to have a smaller body sizes. Hmm. In contrast, no, this is even like a bigger wow. In right. contrast, 
when the videos were high in political awareness, women were more likely to have larger body sizes. Imagine that. Any comments on that, Sandra? <sighs> I mean, I'm still stuck on the lyrics. I'm still stuck on, I mean, I understand that. Oh my goodness. Like, it's like the world we live in. Yes. Mm-hmm. The environment we live in, you know, it's kind of like it pushes a certain narrative. So mm-hmm. it's, I want to say it's, it's not abnormal to me. Like, I hate to say it out <laughs> loud, mm-hmm. but like, this is normal. Basically. Yeah. Like it's not a good normal, but it's like what we, this is the life Are we live now. This is what I'm exposed yeah. to. Now. So like, you know, the life of the IT models. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I mean, I know it's not a good thing and I know I don't want to be like subject to it. I don't want to fall prey to it. I don't want to have to internalize it or think that I wake up every day and this is the new life. But what am I supposed to do? Yeah. You know, like we have people who are in power, who are portraying and pushing these narratives. Like, what do we do? Take away hip hop, you know, take away music. That's never going <laughs> to happen. It's yeah. too much of a um, industry machine because, you know, people are making money off it. So. Anyway. Right. Yeah, it's um but I do think that something definitely needs to change. Um second pointer here is that the term slim thick um pretty much describes or refers to a curvaceous body figure with a big booty. The slim refers to the flat belly and the thick re- uh, refers to the toned thighs and large or plump booty. And you can find this uh, term in the following songs. Of course, there's many more than the ones I'm going to list, but, you know, we're kind of on a time crunch. So um, so you have Fabulous' song, Thim Slick, that was popular on TikTok uh, last year. Oh, I don't think I... What song was that? Like, how does it go? I probably heard it, though. Um, I can't remember at the top of my head right now, uh-huh. but you could definitely... Right. Huh. If you have a chance, listen to it. Um, I encourage my listeners to listen to it as well. And then, of course, you have Fetty Wap um, song, Jimmy Choose. Mm. And, uh, yeah, you got white girls TikTok into that, too, dancing outside the car. <sighs> and you know what I hate? <laughs> I, hate seeing, I hate seeing the little white girls dance to it. And then they have, like, other black men, usually, mm-hmm. kind of giving them, like, clapping, you know? Yes. Do, yes. Like, teaching them, dancing with them, like, giving them thumbs up and everything. Like, mm. I just be sitting here, like, like I so much I want to say, but I'm just like, no, say it like, well, abbreviate it. But I like to hear what you have to say. No, because I feel like at the end of the day, when we say like black men are the problematic part of our black community, like they are not helping by doing things like that. You know, like mm-hmm. you're not helping by giving a white girl thumbs up to be dancing to a bunch of you know songs that have nigger as eighty percent of the mm-hmm. lyrics. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know, I, I get it. You know, we're it's cringe. It's definitely cringe. It's really cringy, and just seeing them try to be cute to it on IG and TikTok and Twitter. And it's just like, ah, like I like that you're dancing. I like that you're being free, but why mm. do this? Why you have your own culture. I'm not saying you can't just like, I'm not mm. going to be, I'm not culture watching or whatever, but like, yeah, ah, you know, there's just a limit. Like there's too much history related to hip hop music. And you know, the, the, the life that we live now as black people that we don't need people trying to monetize or trying to, you know, make it culturally appropriate for themselves like it's not it's not cool but what are we supposed to do like i said in the end of the day you only see these black men helping and pushing that narrative with non-black women 
and mm-hmm. that's that's just what it is. You it's you usually see black women doing the um gatekeeping, then you see black men. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so what are we supposed to do? You know? It is unfortunate. Y'all keep getting on me for why I keep saying that light skinned black people don't represent me and things like that. Like Kamala Harris, she don't represent me at all. I mean, good for her for making it to, you know adjacent to the Oval Office, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, no. Anyway, um, that's a different topic for another time, even though we talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, but this particular fact, um, how do I put it? It, uh, <laughs> it just kind of hit me the hardest. I'll put it that way. Um, in an article titled Brazilian Butt Lift Behind the World's Most Dangerous Cosmetic Surgery, mm-hmm. it has been reported that since 2015, the number of butt lifts performed globally has ro- rose by 77.6%. I believe that wholeheartedly because just seeing the amount of people doing it just casually, like I, I am so for you just loving your body and doing whatever you want to do to your body that will help you love yourself more. But just there's some things that are so dangerous where it's like, is there any other option? Is there, you know, like, have you exhausted all the other options? (laughs) Because I would rather you exhaust your options than me have to go bury your friend. You know, because mm. some freak accident happens. Like, you know, I get that. Not everybody will die from it. And the percentage mm-hmm. might be low. But it's so dangerous that people are willing to risk it. For what? And I get that some people have no choice. Yeah. Yes, some people have tried everything. Okay, cool. If that's you and this does not apply, that's cool. But there are people who literally... I've seen 18-year-olds on TikTok just be like, it's time for my BBL. What? Yeah. You haven't even matured yet. <laughs> You're still going through... Oh, my god! It's like a rite of passage. And I'm not judging because, low-key, I have considered it. I know that sounds yeah. crazy coming from me, yeah. but it's like, yeah, I wanted to get rid of this tummy. I'm not interested. I guess I'm more so uh, just wanted a liposuction because I'm not interested in getting a bigger butt. Right. <laughs> like It doesn't need to be any bigger than it is. I just need it to be more in shape. But right. um, yeah, no, like low key after looking at some of these images on Instagram and just social media in general, like I start to feel a certain type of way by, um, about myself. You know, the mm-hmm. body dysphoria or dysmorphia is very real amongst mm-hmm. women today. Um, so even if, you think, even if you're the most confident person in the world, it won't matter because yeah, don't think it's not going to affect you. Cause it will. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were you going to say? Sandra? I was about to say like, I literally have to tell myself when I look at these things online, like you're good, you're happy, you're good. Your body's fine. Look at yourself in the mirror. Like I literally have to chant these things to myself because every time I open social media, I'm being told by somebody else, not directly, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. You know, it's not good enough. Go get surgery. You can get a bigger butt. Your waist could be skinnier. Your legs could be longer. Your arm, you know, like it's always some type of something pushing a narrative to make me feel like what I have is not enough. So I have to keep myself on my toes by yes. chanting this mantra to myself like you are good you are happy with what you have don't let social media convince you that you're not you are yeah. you know like things like that otherwise yeah <sighs> positive reinforcement i literally have post-it notes on my mirror and if you don't if this is not something you practice i suggest you do because um i think it's important especially for those suffering with body dysphoria or dysmorphia i keep saying that <laughs> you, you guys know what i'm talking about um you know, put up positive notes on your mirror and read it to yourself daily so that you know that you are enough. If you want, if you're overweight and you want to work on your health and go to the gym, by all means do that, but don't do it for aesthetics. Uh-huh. Unless, I mean, 
I guess. I don't know. I can't tell anybody what to do. I know. It's like, you um, can't if I lose weight, it, it'll not just be for health. It'll definitely be for aesthetics. It'll be for uh-huh. me to be able to fit into right. better. No, for real. Like, you know, I'm not trying to get that Khloe Kardashian revenge body, but right, right. I just, you know, I want to look good. I want to feel healthy. I want to be able to, you know, feel good walking around the house naked. I mean, I do. I mean, there's nothing I, wrong with that because I'm sure their outfits are be you know? <laughs> There are outfits and looks that you want to rock, but you're like, you know what? With my body type, it might not be the best case. Facts. But you see yourself in certain outfits, but you have you might have to lose weight first. You might have to lose a little something in the front, back, up, down, whatever. So some people just have goals of like, I'm fine with myself right now, but I know that I could be better and I could get healthier. Absolutely. You know? And that's okay. But some people might look at that and think the exact same thing, but then their solution is a BBL. You know, and they they might say, you know what, the gym is my solution. Uh, a doctor is my solution. Surgery is my solution. Lipo is my solution. It's different for everybody. You know, it's just I would, I would just pick the option that is more, I guess, is the, the safest. Surgery at all is a risk. But if you're gonna get yeah. surgery, get surgery that's actually relevant to. Don't your- go to Miami. Yeah, I heard. My okay, girl- do it in under two hours and then send you on home. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend. I was actually just talking to her about this uh, about it this weekend, and she was talking about mm-hmm. how um, how a doctor botched her surgery, and they just didn't. So now she has to like do extra work in certain areas to it just more right. And if she wants to go back and get it done, it will most likely cost her more. And she said that apparently, when a doctor is new, and she went to Miami, I think I, I believe I can't because it's cheaper. Miami or Cali, one of those. She said, "When yeah, when a doctor is new, it's cheaper. But then as the doctor mm-hmm. gets better and better, it gets more and more expensive. Yeah. You know, if I started- You want to take that risk with your body, like having mm-hmm. lifelong complications? Absolutely not. The, the doctor might charge you 4K, but then in, 15, in two years, the doctor might start charging 15K, but they've used all of you guys as scapegoats, <laughs> and now they're good. <laughs> so, yeah. you know- yeah. I think that to get a really decent one, they start at like eight grand. Like a, a really good one from an experienced doctor. But anyway, we're not going to encourage people to get BBLs. <laughs> um, right. Like I said, if that's something, your last resort, you've been to the gym and still get, can't get that body type that you want, by all means, I get it. But just please, please, please do your research thoroughly before picking a doctor. And um, yeah, that's that's right. um, all the advice that I have. Um, I'm going to have I have a confession I did have a slight procedure over the summer. Oh, okay. Not surgical, thankfully. Mm-hmm. thankfully like, I don't have that kind of funds. But <laughs> I did have a procedure earlier this year because um, I was feeling insecure about like my face shape. I was like, Ugh. every time I yeah. look at a picture, my face is so chunky, you know, and um I you know, I, 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 I spent, I spent <laughs> half a speck on it and I still didn't get the desired results that I wanted. So like at the end of really? the day, your gym is the best, but yeah. Yeah. Is it one of those contour things where they just like try to contour your face into a certain, cause I know mm-hmm. some people who, who who have the under chin and they will go yeah. get like the under chin surgery where they suck out the, I don't even know what they suck it's, out. It's not sucking out the fat. That's actually what I had. I didn't suck out the fat. Um, because it wasn't invasive, but it's an injection. Um, oh. and the, the fat cells burn, and then oh. you, you you pretty much have a toad neck for like a week and a half, and then it starts <laughs> to decrease. But I don't know what happened with mine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're moving on. Go back to them and be like, give my money back. Because if you don't get the desired results, 
<laughs> Low key, I do want to go, but um, when I got there, the lady was saying, "Yeah, typically people uh, come back three, four, five, six times." I'm like, "Man, I don't have that kind of money, like five hundred dollars for one session." I'm like, "I can't." Anywho, I wish I known that before I bought the Groupon, but <laughs> I guess uh, moving on. <laughs> I thought about my. I guess my confession would be, I thought about getting um, not lipo or anything like that. But what's that uh, thing that the freezing thing, the cryo, whatever? Oh, I try that too. That don't work either. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, maybe it's just me, but um, I would definitely, if you are considering like body sculpting or whatever, definitely try non-invasive stuff before you try the invasive. Right. Stuff. I was told but, that I was basically too skinny. Look, I no. think these people are just trying to take people's money. Yeah. It was fifteen hundred dollars per session. And I was like, hold up, and I was like, how many do I have to do? She was like, well, with my size, I can probably do one. But then I asked her, have you done it before? She was like, yeah. How many did you do? You? She was like, two to three. So I was like, so basically, I'll probably need two to three. She was about were you the same size? Yeah. You're on the thin side. That's what I'm saying. But she was like, maybe a little bit, just a little bit bigger. I want to say like five, no more than 10 pounds, but you're not getting to, she just said, I just wanted to get to the three sessions because I just wanted to make sure it worked. So I was like, do you feel like it worked? She's like, yeah, I feel like it worked, but it's not a permanent thing. Because at the end of the day, yes, yeah, just like what you have, it, it's, it's burning the fat cells and killing them and freezing them. Yeah. But if you, whatever you're eating, it's going to come back. So my lifestyle has to change. And I'm not saying that I even needed it. I just wanted more of a obvious shape because I didn't want to get bigger, like, you know, overweight or something like that. But I was like, if mm-hmm. I could just contour a specific area, cause you know, you can't like fat or spot reduce when you're in the gym. Exactly. So I, like I can well, just, specifically- you can do your butt, your thighs and I guess yeah, it yeah. depends on, it's going to take a longer time, basically. So I get where exactly, you're coming from. Exactly. So I was like, if they can just do it in like two, three sessions, I could just do it. I mean, not right before a trip or something. They could just, you know, focus on my waist side, contour, and bam, you know, I got my little hourglass. But then I was like, wait, you know what? I'm actually, like, I thought about it. I was like, $1,500. I'm okay. Like, yeah, save my money. <laughs> I beg, like, nah. They're not guaranteeing me And I was not even sure if I was going to see a significant difference because I was already small enough. So I was like, mm-hmm. mm, no. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't worth it. Yeah. So listeners, now you know that we also deal with um, just like self-image issues as well. Mm -hmm. We always want, we all want to look perfect and whatnot. Not to say that um, any one of us are ugly or bad looking or anything like that, but there's always something that we want to improve on ourselves that people outside of us probably don't even notice. Like I keep getting complimented. Oh, you have great skin. Girl, what? All these dark spots on my face? Mm-hmm. I mean, thank you for the compliment, but you're wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Worse. That's the, that's the situation. Like some people might have it so worse that they look at you and they're like, wow, this is an upgrade. You know, you look at yourself yeah. and you're like, I could do this. I could do that. But somebody else is looking at you like, if only I could be like that. You know, like it's always right. like, so we're, I don't know. I guess we're just human beings. Dysmorphia is real. Mm-hmm. We're, we're just not happy with what we have. I, I think that's just human nature at this point. Mm-hmm. You have somebody, but you want somebody else's stuff. Somebody has something, but they want yours. Like, it's just, everybody's just, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, kind of back to the BBL thing. It's really gotten so bad. And I feel like this is, um, I don't know if you heard about the whistleblower situation with Facebook that happened like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. about um i forget her name um some woman who used to work at facebook um pretty much told on facebook saying that like they don't do a great job of you know filtering um you know the type of things and ads that kids see and it's affecting them negatively and oh, that's wow. yeah and that's just the the um what's what's it called the surface of it like it, it goes a lot deeper um but anyway, I'll be scrolling through my Facebook 
And I'm seeing ads for financing. Oh, it's only $77 a month for liposuction financing. I'm like, oh, I look at it first and I'm like, oh, $77. Then I'm like, why, why am I seeing this? <laughs> you know what I mean? When I come to my right mind. I don't even need this shit. It's but <laughs> It's so bad. Like, why is Facebook advertising this to me? I mean, obviously, like, Facebook advertisements, are, they stalk you. Like, at this point, they're pretty much living in your house. Um they go based off your recent searches. And yes, I have Googled about getting a BBL in Miami, like I said before, because it's the cheapest. <laughs> but when that came to my senses, I was like, nah, that's not something I, I need to do. But uh, even till this day, I'm still seeing those ads. And I did that like months ago. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty bad as far as the influence. It's not just in rap, even though I feel like rap and hip hop is like the main thing next to social media that they um, are because kids are watching they're watching their favorite artists look a certain way talk a certain way say certain things and then they want to emulate that they want to portray that they Mm. think that that makes them cool and it's not always a good thing but they think it's cool and kids will do anything to fit in you know and be cool right absolutely yeah it's it's crazy. Um, anyway, I could go on forever. You I know, Sandra could go on forever too <laughs> about this topic. I would love to, but we're going to keep it short. We will come back to, um, you know, related topics in the future. Cause like I said, I'd like to keep this a series about problematic, problematic rap and hip hop and why society loves it. Um, and yeah. So questions for you, Sandra, um, have you, had any rap or um, hip hop lyrics that led you, have you heard any that led you to experience body dysmorphia or have a negative self image? I mean, I think that the biggest thing would only be the whole light skin, dark skin thing. And that's because I'm a dark skin woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Colors. Yes. Colors hip hop is huge. I mean, <laughs> that affects me more than the whole body dysmorphia thing. Yep. Yeah, because I'm perfect. I'm fine the way I am. You like it, you don't. I don't have to be a cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I didn't used to before. Don't get me wrong. Like, I did uh, at one time buy some hydrochloroquine, whatever that cancerous shit is. Hydrochloroquine. Um, cream before, yeah, um, in college, because I had this one girl who was, you know, talking about my dark skin and stuff like uh-huh. that. And it wasn't just college. It was high school. Um, one Dominican chick, you know how um, crazy colorism is over there. Uh-huh. Oh, um, I don't mean to defend any Dominicans, but y'all know how y'all people are. Like, <laughs> come fight me. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I did feel that at one point. Um, I don't now. I love my skin. I'm proud of right. it. And it's but, funny because there was a time when dark skin was not in, and all of a sudden everybody's like, chocolate, yeah. dark skin, ebony. Uh, I love it. Like y'all know damn well you guys were comparing us to monkeys and shit. Just and, right. and it's really sad to see. Oh, if you turn off the light, you can't see you. <laughs> if you turn off the light, you can't see any fucking body. What do you mean? <laughs> Unless they're pale or pale. This is that. I'm dead. People for you. And it's it, you still hear, like I said, you you hear it more often than not. Most black men, I hate to call them out, but that's just what that they're just allowed uh, people with that. You know, tell it as it is. You don't need to preface that with any apology. It is what it is. It's facts. It's but, literally facts. Like, yeah, and you guys can Google it. I'm not even trying to call names. It's just when you look at the stats and facts about 
this situation, at least from data that's collected, people who actually talk about these things, it it is mostly black men. They are willing to do whatever it takes to have children that do not look like them. And it's pretty insane. You know, they look at women and look at the kind of offsprings they can have with them, not the woman and how happy they will be with her or how happy she'll make him be or whatever. It's more so, oh, we'll make pretty babies. When I see stuff like that, that's a red flag. Pretty baby. What do I look like? A fat my babies are going to be pretty regardless, okay? Especially if they look crazy. They base everything on the looks of the kids, the look of the woman, you know, the, the pretty babies and the light-skinned babies with the pretty eyes. I saw this one tweet about, actually, it was a girl that did it, a black girl, and she had a baby. She was light-skinned, and her husband was, like, also light-skinned or something. Mm-hmm. sort of at least and she had a baby with him but he were both black and the baby came out and the baby didn't have like any different colored eyes like there was just oh like- yeah i've seen that one that um youtube couple she's re- retarded her mm-hmm. name is uh, excuse my language but at the same time i, I really don't <laughs> i have no respect for her her name's bianca Oh, okay. Yeah. Not mistaken. Yeah. What is wrong with you? How do you she just see the black face too at one point? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but she was basically putting her putting down her child in public because she was embarrassed at the fact that the child didn't have these European type features. And I'm just like, what is wrong? Lord, what is wrong with you? Like, this is your child. You gave birth to this child. How can you? How can you? Like, you can already tell that kind of child is not going to grow up in a happy home because they will always be put down for that stuff. Yeah, like she's already doing it right now. So things like that, I just feel bad for young adults who have to grow up in that environment because it's almost like they have no choice. This is the family that they're born into, but they shouldn't have to suffer based on, you know, people's insecurities and lack of self-love. Like, it's just, it's not fair to them. But this is the world we live in. And then, of course, the music doesn't help. The rappers who also are obsessed with, you know, lighter skin tones don't help. You know, red bone, light skin, all this yellow bone, all these things. But you, literally, like, did you see the tweet about um, actually in DC, the the club that only had light skin girls? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was in DC. Is that Rose Bar? Yes, Rose Bar, I believe they had oh, okay. um, they had only light skin or light skin yeah. looking, um, kind of Spanish ish, like white, like anything. Yeah, that was basically actually, above. I, I did see that, and let me tell you why I'm not offended by that. It's because those women are being sexualized. Mm. And we don't need dark skinned women being any more sexualized than we already are. Mm. So I'm, I'm not mad at that. You know, and, and that's and that's agree. Yeah, like, that's I agree good. with you. But I guess the public was trying to say how's how are you supposed to represent people coming to your club if you don't have yeah. to look like them? So it's like, can mm-hmm. you compare one dark skinned girl? You know, and one dark skinned girl said she applied. Actually, I read the comment. She said I applied for the job, but they said I wasn't. I didn't fit them. I didn't make the cut. And then somebody from the place actually commenting, well, like, you, you just weren't good enough. I'm sorry. And she was like, what? Wow. So, yeah, of course, the comments went off after that. Like, like I was as they should. Yep. Like, what do you mean I wasn't good enough because of my skin color? Because she was literally dark skinned and beautiful. And mm-hmm. everybody was looking at her like, what are you talking about? Like, just because they don't have a pointy nose, a sharp jaw, chin, cheekbones, and whatever, mm-hmm. or a light skin tone doesn't mean, like... <laughs> They're not attractive. Like if your definition of attractiveness is light skin and European features and, uh, you know, pointy everything and, you know, I guess curly hair or whatever, like 3C hair, then no one outside of that bracket will be attractive to you. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, but seeing stuff like that is definitely a letdown. You get older and you you become more confident in yourself. Like I still hang out with my friends where we go out and of course the light-skinned friend is the one that's hollered at all night. Like these niggas out here don't know how to fucking act when they see a light-skinned girl. Like, are you okay? Do you need water? Like, what? I don't want them niggas anyway because if you're only attracted to skin tone, like what I want with you. Exactly. And for me, I'm always, I always just laugh to myself. I'm like... (laughs) I just I just sit on the side like all right. yeah it's real sad like oh okay. right like it's just it's just it's just sad to see but I I, I can't help all I can do is laugh because I I know the outcome I know where it's gonna go and of I'm course. just like like wow this is sad but <laughs> what can I do about it I just have to sit yeah. on the corner and wait for her to when you're done with the conversation girl I'll be over here y'all have fun please don't talk to me as a consolation prize have a good night <laughs> thanks <laughs> I love that but you I, know. That's what they try to do. Get their wingman to kind of take exactly. the, like, I'm good. So the guy yeah. can talk to the girl. Anyway. Like, um, you know what you're into. Just go for keep that. Game. Like, keep that energy all night. Please <laughs> leave me out of this shit. <laughs> but it's just, it's just, and there was a time when I used to care about that. I used to be like, am I ugly? Yes. Of course, in college days, you know, going to the bars and mm-hmm. stuff like that. My little friends at 21. I'm like, am I ugly? What's wrong with me? But, but it's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> it's something wrong with society. So that's it, guys. Um, I don't think we have anything else left today. Um, of course, if you're interested in everything else about this episode, you can check our episode notes. It's going to have all the links and information about this episode. Um, we kind of went a little bit off, but then yes. we'll, have a special, we'll have a special episode of just like, you know, no new friends or fake friends or some shit. I don't know why I'm going to label it. But we'll have something of just like how to find yourself love, you know, how to embrace yourself and know that you are, you know, who you are without having to look for validation from elsewhere. It's just going to be a quick little, like probably like 10, 15 minute episode. And you could just listen to it just like a little bonus, you know, extra, which I've never really had before, but um, <laughs> I feel like it doesn't hurt to start now, you know? Um, so yeah. yeah. Uh, with that being said, Annabelle, do you have um, any, I guess, uh, you know, positive <laughs> advice of the week um otherwise yes. if you don't then you know you could just <laughs> of course mental health tip of the week if you suffer from body dysmorphia and um trigger warning or dealing with any eating disorders anorexia um things like that please 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 go and seek help mm-hmm. um like it's, it's something that I know is serious. I've dealt with it in high school, even up until now. Like I said, I've just, you know, been um, having like different, every every phase of your life, I feel like, is going to have um, some kind of issue that you have with your body. When you're young and then teenager, it's usually acne um, or, or even, you know, weight or stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then as you get older wrinkles shit Mm -hmm. like that you know so um the national depression hotline is 855-940-4867 feel free to um give that number a call uh actually that's the one for if you're local in the columbia area um but the national one excuse me is 844- Two seven four six one five four. Sorry about that mix up, but yes, and we'll have, um, we'll have we'll for you, so you don't have to memorize everything. But uh, just make sure you wait. You said forty one to four fifty cut out. What do you mean? What cut out? I'm just looking at this message <laughs> <laughs> because we were talking about something outside of the episode. You know what I mean? 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, together. But yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Um, once again, if you want to check out the resources, um, how to support Black Lives Matter, um, uh, what you call it, Therapy for Black Girls dot com, um, Beyond Defense for um, protecting yourself when you know as a woman owned by black, um, it's black owned by a bunch of black women put together a business. Um, everything's kind of cute. They have little tasers, little. You know, little um, what you call it, knives and nice. stuff. Yeah, so it's it was really cute, but you can protect yourself while looking cute. Um, but and then the rest of the resources. <laughs> As if you're worried about being cute while you're trying to protect yourself. Yes, because most of the time you're getting harassed because you're cute. So I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, so check that out, and of course, with um everything we just said, um, I hope you take it to heart and just you know utilizing in your life but yeah thank you for joining us on this episode and make sure you tune in to our special episode coming next week and that'll be just a really quick you know doing this for a little almost like a tea time kind of thing like a little lunch yeah. break. but yeah <laughs> that's it and thank you for joining us on another episode and i hope you see you next time and i hope you're able to solve one of your problems today all right bye, bye.